Feijoara. 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 We going? We're going. Nicey, nice. Oof. I my nose is still running from all the hot sauce. I'm sorry. Oh. I dosed Robin on no, a lot I did of it. hot sauce. You missed when you handed me my food. I dumped a bunch of that really spicy sauce on it. Yeah, there was already a little bit on there too. It's a purple elephant. It's a wonderful mix of cranberry, gingy, and ghost peppy. And um, delicious. Speaking of ghosts. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. The spirit. That's the spirit. It's the name of this podcast. It's the name of this podcast. Yeah. Welcome. 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 This has got to be the soonest we've we've introduced it. I know. From like starting. I thought that the ghost thing was like a good segue. Yeah. But it does feel rushed. It definitely was. But. It does feel rushed, but I think that there's something to letting the listener know what they're doing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So this is a podcast. It's the Yep. Podcast about ghosts. Spooky ghosts. Spooky ghosts. Uh, hauntings. Um, amazing apparitions. Happenings. Paranormal sounds stuff. Sounds in the night. Sounds in general. Most shapes. Most shapes, but not all. Not all. Not all Which shapes. ones? You're going to have to find out. You're going to have to find out. They're listening. Um, things that aren't there. Mm-hmm. Things that are. Might be there. Mm-hmm. Things that once were there. Well, guys, we didn't do a Thanksgiving week episode, yeah, so we're, we're sorry. sorry about that, but we were... Um, Eating. I'm, we I'm just going to tell you. Too busy eating, watching the Dorg show. Watch a uh, huge disappointment this year. I was so pulling for that corgi. I mean, I was even surprised with like the the category winners. To be honest, I know they didn't even show like a lot. I know of my number ones like walking. I know it's unbelievable to me, and it's I I find it disrespectful that they no longer show. The walk for every dog. I do too. I would pay more to watch the full thing. Yeah, I, I don't see know all of them go up and. What back. is it like? Do they just have to cut down on the, how long it was? Yeah, that do. doesn't seem that I doesn't know. seem right. And then it's like, well, how do you choose which ones you show if you're showing some that don't make it? You yeah. know? Yeah. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's really annoying. Because <sighs> I also, I use it to learn, you know? I use it to learn. I know. I use it to learn more about dogs. And if you're not going to show me all of them, then what am I really learning? Well, I mean, we should make a point this year to go to meet the breeds. Oh, yeah, for sure. Anybody who would like to uh, Happy go Valentine's to do this. Day. It's on Valentine's Day. You go to Javits Center? No, it's near the Javits Center, but it's some other enormous freezing cold convention center. Great. Um, and yeah, it's like at a pier. You get to touch every dog. You get you to get pet to every dog. You get to the meet them. You get to learn their names. One oh. time, uh, a dog book author gave me a signed copy of his book. <gasps> I believe it was called The Power of Dogs. Oh my God. Or it was either, maybe it was For the Love of Dogs. Either no, one is a I don't classic. Know. It was really good. Wow, um, wow, wow. Yeah, I don't know. What's uh, What else is new besides the dog show and Thanksgiving? Oh, it's been a hard week yeah. for me. Yeah. I just need you guys to cast some good spells my way. That's all. Yeah. Here. Um, thank you. There you go. Thank you so much. Done. Yeah, the, the holiday seize is almost upon us. I, I venture to say that it is. I would say it is. Fully. I've got my fiber optic Christmas tree going in the corner right there. She's going and going. It's a rainbow. It's really gorgeous. Yeah, it's a good old fake tree with yeah. a rainbow microfibers shining bright. I love bright. the tree skirt. Oh, yeah, that's an old antique, you know, like yeah. everything else I own. 
a nice quilted tree skirt. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Every time that I take it down from the attic, my mom's like, don't lose this. <laughs> like she is with everything. Like I'm going to lose tree it. Tree skirt is arguably one of the harder things to misplace. Yeah, I don't understand what she thinks I'm going to watch. I'm going to misplace it now. <laughs> um, yeah, how about you? Um, yeah, definitely in the thick of the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Didn't really get any good steals or, or deals or door busters during during all the sales. I got I a lot did. of steals and deals. Yeah. Yes, you did. I did get that 83-piece kitchen set. That's for right. $54. That is a steal and a fucking... And a, a steal and a steal, steal, to be honest. A steal and a deal. Steal and a steal. And a steal. It's a, it's like when I got That's when amazing. I tricked those TJ Maxx people into making me pay only twenty four dollars yeah. for a Pendleton coat. That was unreal. Uh, yeah, that was insane. <laughs> yeah, I did feel that I was stealing that, um, um, but they didn't know. I also drank uh, a bottle of champagne in the park. Not a full bottle, but I drank out of a bottle of champagne in the parking lot of our high school when nice. our friend Ari was dropping me off at my house. Nice. Um, and that was a fun moment. That's fun. But Striving then I was also sad because I was like, oh, God, I'm so old. Whatever. We're not that old. Yeah. Isn't um, that, is, was that on the outside of our high school, Striving for Excellence? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was. Let's it get still that, is. Um, okay, if we're still single when we're 40, let's get that tattooed on our bodies. I'm getting it straight across, right above my butt crack. Yeah. In a straight line. In the exact font on our font, high school. In the font, in like yeah. an italicized serif thick font. Yeah. With quotes around it. With quotes around it's it. It's like, why put quotes around I don't know. It's a quote a of A motto no that's on the building. It doesn't make any sense. You don't need to. Definitely anyway, not. We should get it. We should get it. Striving for excellence, the quote. Speaking of tattoos, I had a dream last night oh, that man. Stefan and our friend Andrew, who's been on the show, got matching treble cleft tattoos, <laughs> and my fury could not be contained. Yeah. It was so bad that, like... We were, in the dream, we were screaming <laughs> at each other in public, in front of people, and people were like, you guys can't do this, you're destroying your friendship. And we were like, <laughs> neither of us cared, and we were just like, going, like, losing our shit. It was so crazy. The day before that, you had a dream that both of us strangled to death a white monkey we that was attacking us. together to strangle a white monkey. <laughs> There's a lot of trials and tribulations. I, the two of us are We've been on out. some real adventures and misadventures. Yeah. Last night, I had a dream that you were with me when my tiny pocket Dalmatian went missing. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I had, like, a, a tiny pocket Dalmatian, and it fell out of a hole in my pocket and was... I. I the dream implied that it was trampled to death. No. But I never found any evidence. I just was like, it, it had to have been stepped on. It we had should, to have been. We should try and find, like, a symbol or maybe a place where we can try and meet up yeah. while we're in On the astral dreams. plane? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. What should it be? It shouldn't be any... I Based on how things have gone with animals so far, I would say no Mm-mm. to that. Mm-mm. What's a place we both love? We definitely could go to Eastern Cemetery on the astral plane. I know, but Union that could Cemetery. get really scary really fast. That could too, yeah. It's almost asking to get, to like die in our sleeve. What's a restaurant there. that we like? Hmm. Like a diner? Like somewhere safe? Yeah. Like a diner? <laughs> like a diner is where <laughs> I feel safest. Um, it, it is. In a, in a diner booth is where I'm at my most like, okay. safe you wanna, relaxation. Let's go to Little Purity. Great. Let's meet there. We'll meet at Little Purity Diner. Okay. And if you can't get, get there, then let's think of a symbol to try and locate in the dream. Okay. 
How about a bird? No well, bird. We've talked about how animals don't work out. Fuck. Um, they always just hurt us. I know. <laughs> Emotionally, bad physically. Yeah. Hmm. What hmm. about? Oh no. What about? Right outside our high school, beneath the Striving for Excellence sign. Okay. Okay. We can make it work. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. That'll right. work perfectly. Well, I'll just I'm, picture striving for excellence. I think we should try Little Purity first. Definitely. Okay. You know, And then we'll if see. not, I'll meet you at the high school. Okay, and if that doesn't work, let's just send messenger birds. Okay, great. We what's don't have what's to yours going to be? I'm looking at that little yellow bird on your shelf, so it's going to be a little yellow like bird. Like a little canary? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Mine's going to be a bald eagle. Okay. <laughs> so scary. You're setting me up for a nightmare. Okay, okay, okay. Instead of a bald eagle, I'm going to pick a little finch. Okay. It's even smaller than a canary. <laughs> yeah, it's a little it's brown tiny, one, tiny, right? tiny, 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 tiny. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. That's good. Or a nightingale. How about oh, you that? You've got to choose it's one. It's a nightingale. It's <laughs> a nightingale. I don't know what those look like. All right. It's a finch. <laughs> it's going to be a finch. Do you see a finch? That's Mine me. Mine is going to have a button in its beak. Okay. Mine's a cardinal. Mine's... <laughs> <laughs> Nail one down. <laughs> Mine's a cardinal. Okay. Mine's a cardinal. That's it. And what is it carrying in its beak? Uh, acorn. <laughs> All right. Great. Mine is a... Oh, mm. oh, a canary with a button and yours a cardinal with an acorn. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Great. Okay. Now that we've got that out of the way. <laughs> now that we figured it out. <laughs> Woo, Woo. For later tonight, um, when we sleep, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything spooky happened to us over the week, but like, no. Um, a couple of our good friends got to see your house for the first time. That was exciting. That's true. I showed them the many drawers mm-hmm. filled with combs and mirrors. Yeah. Um, and the special mirror with the family portrait behind it. Yeah. And my mom, the whole time they were there, she was like, oh, I'm sorry I packed so much away. There's really not a lot out that was spooky. And they would all be like, there's still so what much stuff. What yeah. do you mean? It's like a museum of haunted objects. Yeah. Oh. Seisha did mention though. Hi, Seisha. Hi. That she, like, when we crested that hilltop area of my driveway, she was like, what? Because she just envisioned that I lived in, like, a ramshackle 1800s house (laughs) based on how haunted we say it is. It is, but it's haunted and also has, like... It's strangely modern construction. Yes, it was I, built in the seventies, probably. No, it, it was built in, it in like nineteen seventy. It reads me as like yeah, a pretty modern house mm-hmm. on cursed land. That's what Seisha said. Seisha was like, "I do feel it's the land. <laughs> yeah, I do feel something happened. Well, yeah, you're on like a creek mm-hmm. where animals act insane around there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's right near the town forest. We know it's that- in the middle of the town forest. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's in we know that some, there's a, a white bearded wizard that lives in the forest that directed Patrick when he was lost. God damn it! Um, yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff. My parents also like, I guess they hid this from us as, as a child. But while I was home, they talked about just like, you know, we often talk about how we're in the middle of nowhere, and if anybody comes and attacks us, like that's it. Sure, um, family talk. But they, we were talking about that somehow. And my mom was like, yeah, like that time that those people stole our firewood. And I was like, what? Are, what? what? When did that happen? And I guess for like a, like at least two years, people were like coming to our house when we weren't home 
and and taking not only our firewood, but taking rocks out of our rock walls. What? Just taking them. Wait, where was the firewood being stored? Like, on the side, if you're coming down, on the side of the house. Yeah. On this way. Okay. To the left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's still some over there, but there was so much more, and little by little, How my parents would notice. How they know that notice, it was people stealing it and not, like... A, a rascally, I don't know, animal or something? Because it was under a tarp. And the tarp, like... Did they ever put up cameras or anything? They did put up, like, signs and tell, uh, like, the police. Yeah. But it was such a strange, like, crime. Wow, just another fucking weird, creepy thing. Yeah. About it's very, home. very, very weird that they were just taking stones out of the walls. That feels personal and like they're using it for a ritual. Now that I think about it, there's no reason that couldn't have been a ghost, to be honest with you. There's also no reason it couldn't be like an ancestor of or a descendant of somebody like getting revenge on you for living on that land. The very true as Cursing well. Cursing that house. Also, I think I may have told you about the one time that Jehovah's Witnesses came and I did not answer the door because the thing that we did, me and Tommy and Patrick, would just slam to the ground and pretend like we weren't home. Oh, yeah. And just, fun. like, hit the floor! <laughs> pretend like we weren't home uh, if our parents weren't there. And they, I guess, knew the people were home and weren't answering. So they walked all the way back up to our driveway and made a small rock wall on the top of it. What? So that when my dad came home, he, he was like, had what to- the fuck? And what? he was like... Guys, why did you do this? We're like, what are you talking about? We've been inside this whole time. They made like a spite wall in oh, front of my oh driveway. Oh my god! So like nobody could like come in or out, and definitely did curse it. So oh whatever, as if Jehovah's Witnesses can curse anything. They definitely will would try, but I'd like to see you try. I mean, also like uh, that's their fault for wanting to saunter all the way down your very long driveway. It doesn't make any Maybe sense. should have fucking drove. To make a rock wall Wait, on someone's drive? driveway. I don't Can know. Can Jehovah's Witnesses drive? They, they gotta be able to. Mm, okay. I feel like canvassing, though, is like you gotta walk or else it's not canvassing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I honest to God don't oh, know. we also started watching Demon House, which mm-hmm. I need to finish. Um... It's really funny, but gets Vegans. very scary. Ooh. It does. Yeah, I, maybe I'll wait until. Seisha told me she turned it, it off because she was afraid that it was going to come at her from the TV. That's very scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, if it's too scary for her, I don't want to watch it alone. Yeah, I'll be there with you. Um, yeah, let's finish it out. Yeah. Um, so I don't remember who, who's he, what's he. Well, your computer's open, so you go. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna use my phone. Oh, okay. No, oh, I was. Your computer's always open because we're recording the podcast. Yeah, that's right. Okay, here we go. Ooh, guess what shipped? A bunch the of pots stuff and pans. Yes. Yeah. Robin's a furnishing rack. a new home. Everyone. I'm so excited. Oh yeah, we couldn't announce that last time. Oh yeah, it's, it's official. Lockdown. I am. Getting my own place. Wow, I just had the worst deja vu, like, ever. Okay. Looking at those flowers? Kind of. Whoa. Um, ooh-wee. Sorry, just going through my email. Guys, okay. Robin and I will be neighbors now. I'm so excited. So, get ready for, I was going to say, like, even more podcasts, but no, it's still going <laughs> to be once a week. 
<laughs> get ready for potentially more energetic ones, though, because yeah. we won't be schlepping. That's true. You know? That's actually true. Yeah. Um, okay. Here we go. Stephanie. Yes. Because it was so cold out today, I decided to look into a very special place, very special part of America. Okay. This is the Alaskan Bermuda Triangle. <gasps> oh my God, they've got two? There is one there. What? Okay. It's, it's the Alaska Triangle. There's no Bermuda up there. It's called Alaska's Bermuda Triangle. I'm not really... That's a dumb as just fuck name. They just didn't feel confident enough people to understand. It's I the guess, Alaska it Triangle. Yeah. they. I don't think they felt like people would get it unless they added that. That's Weird. what I'm assuming, at least. People are stupid. Well, yeah. Um, Alaska's Bermuda Triangle is said to encompass a large, sprawling section of the state all the way from the southeastern region near Juneau and Yakutat and all the way up north to the Barrow Mountain Range and to Anchorage in the middle of the state. Cool. Within this zone are vast areas of largely unexplored wilderness, including sprawling forests, mountain peaks, and desolate barren tundra. Wow, think about all the mooses. Oh my god. Oh my god, for days. Probably. Um, the region has a, an unusually high number of people, both tourists and locals, who go missing every year without a trace as if they have vanished off the face of the earth. Wait, so part of this is land? Yes. Oh, cool. It's all land. <gasps> it's all land. None of it is ocean. None of it is ocean. They should have just called it the land triangle. Yeah, Alaskan yeah. land triangle. Yeah, that yeah, would have been good. Uh, and not to mention many planes have also disappeared or inexplicably crashed there. Stephanie, get wow. this. You're not even ready for this number. Since 1988, a staggering 16,000 people have vanished in the Alaska Triangle. What? Never to be heard from again. What? Yeah. Why aren't they making it like a Dudley Town zone where you just can't right? go? I don't know. What the fuck? I think because it's all like national, a lot of it is like national protected like forest conserved land well yeah. like then you then probably people shouldn't really be trampsing about anyway perhaps um one of the most high profile mysterious disappearances within the triangle occurred in October 1972 when a plane carrying two prominent politicians uh the then house majority leader Hale Boggs and representative Nick so Stagich, close to Hale Boggs okay i know really close um, along with, uh, like, an aide and the plane's pilot, mysteriously vanished in the region on their way from Anchorage to Juneau aboard a Cessna 310 aircraft. You know, it makes me sad. What? It's always, like, these two guys and then the pilot. He never even gets a name or she. Uh, he did have a name, but I took it out. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. It no, you're not something. the only one. Um, but so this, their plane with them on it just completely disappeared and was never found. Um, the disappearance of such prestigious public figures sparked an intense search that lasted for 39 days and involved over 400 aircrafts, including an advanced Air Force SR-71, dozens of boats, including 12 from the Coast Guard, but no evidence of anything that happened to the men or the plane was ever found. Do you feel like there's any chance that they were like... This is our escape from our lives. <laughs> We're just going to go somewhere else. Maybe, but... I guess they'd probably be able to tell. I don't know. Because if you're know. looking for a... 
if you're looking for a crash, I don't know if like a you're not looking for like a plane to go like that far, far away enough to like get out, like because they wouldn't have stayed there because they like covered the whole area looking for them, you know? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I don't know how much fuel it takes to get anywhere. I don't either. Yeah. Um, but they were eventually declared dead because wow. nothing ever turned up. So their ruse worked perfectly. I guess so. Yeah, they're living the high life in mm-hmm. Hawaii. No, they're not close. Could to be there anywhere. Each other. The disappearance um, was so like unbelievable that it sparked conspiracy theories at the time. A lot of people claimed that it had been orchestrated or was covered up by the FBI. Wow. But yeah, like I said, to this day, no trace of the men or the plane has ever been found. Wow. That wasn't the only aircraft to be lost. In 1950, a military craft with 44 passengers disappeared without a trace. And a Cessna 340 carrying a pilot and four passengers vanished in 1990, never to be heard from again. When you say these plane names, I just feel dumber and dumber. I have no idea what any of them look like. The fuck is a Cessna? I think that it's like a little propeller one, like from Indiana Jones. I don't know, and I won't know. I don't know, and I don't... uh, I don't care. (laughs) I I barely care. Um, So... The area has long been associated with evil spirits in the lore of the native Tlingit people Whoa. of the region. In the book, get the, you're gonna fucking love this book name. Yes. In the book, in search of the Kushtaka, Alaska's other Bigfoot, <laughs> colon the land otter man of the Tlingit Indians. Land Dash Otter. Ooh, send me up on a blind date. Author Dennis Waller explores the history of mythical shape-shifting creatures found in stories of the Tlingit and Simshian people you know indigenous what you get to me for Southeastern Alaska. I need that. <laughs> well, girl, oh join God. this man is going to join your roster of husbands because guess yes. what? Most notably, there's the Kushtaka a shape-shifting demon that is said to look like a cross between man and otter. <gasps> oh my god. It's like a it's like an Alaska picoy. I know. But wait, what part is otter? It's hard to say for sure. Okay. <laughs> it I like to think the lower half. I, I mean, guess? I hope to think because a mean otter can look really scary. Well, and like, how are you going to talk to it? That's true. I mean, like, I I would imagine that even if the face you is an otter, the brain might be a human. Mm, oh, yeah, but then then you could argue that if the upper part was man, then the brain could be otter. Then that's true as well. You don't know what you're going to get. You never know. Yeah. Um, the word Kushtaka itself roughly translates to land otter man. I hate it. And he is called the Bigfoot of the Alaskan Triangle. Wow. But it, so he's, he's big. He's a big guy. Even though an otter is a smallie. Well, I, I was reading about some Alaskan legends today and they have a variety of like, um, giants in their lore. Cool. And they're all kind of like similar to a Sasquatch or a Bigfoot or a Wendigo. A Yeti. Yeah. Um, So this is one of them. An abominable snowman. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't really know what that is. I don't know. I I don't really know anything about the abominable snowman. I feel like it's it's a a snow Bigfoot. So he's not made of snow? He's just a man in the snow. Like a a snow leopard. There's a regular leopard and then there's a snow leopard. (sighs) 
I don't think that's right. <laughs> okay. I'm just uh, saying things and things. That's all. So legend has it that the Kushtaka appears to travelers in an irresistible form, such what? as a relative or vulnerable child. Oh, no. To lure victims to a nearby river where it tears them to shreds <gasps> or turns them into another Kushtaka. Fun. Kind of like the Aswang. Mm-hmm. Also, this sounds so much like a Pishtaco. I know. It's a Kushtaka Pishtaco. It's close. Is like... Uh, the combination of a century. <laughs> Double date. Mm-hmm. Another theory is that the Alaska Triangle comprises one of the so-called vile vortices or geographical areas around the planet postulated by American researcher and cryptozoologist Ivan T. Sanderson Great. that are claimed to exhibit a extreme electric magnetic and electromagnetic anomalies Tell as well as energy vortexes. Tell me more Yes! I told you it's the... Ghost Highway. Ghost Highway. Life is a ghost highway. Dude, it is a strong theory that the Alaska Triangle is a hot spot for ley lines. It's gotta be. Mm -hmm. It's gotta be. Guys, we haven't even, like, fully covered ley lines yet. we barely scratched the surface. But, like, I I know that when we do, I'm just gonna be rat, like... I think that we're gonna have to do a whole episode where I don't, like... I don't do a thing, and you just do ley lines for an hour. Yeah, it'll be a lot, like... Watching somebody solve a math problem, but they're talking out loud as they're doing it because I truly can't describe them. It's going to be like an improv exercise. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Obviously, the most famous of the vile vortices is the Bermuda Triangle, Mm -hmm. but they're also said to exist in places as far flung as the Algerian megaliths to the south of Timbuktu. Sure. The Indus Valley in Pakistan. Mm Mm-hmm. Hamakulia Volcano in Hawaii, Mm -hmm. the Devil's Sea near Japan, fun, the South Atlantic, and both the North and South Poles. Well, that's that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, some common sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Various famous places, uh, and and I know you'll cover this when you do ley lines, but you know uh, Stonehenge, Easter Island, the pyramids—they're all said to lie on vortexes. Mm And, uh, yeah, uh, it's claimed to be the reason they were even built in the first place. Yeah, it's like which came first, the ley lines or the Stonehenge? It was the ley lines. Definitely the ley lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the energy vortexes are said to create all sorts of strange phenomena. Some say they affect humans in physical, mental, and emotional ways, such okay. as causing visions, miraculous powers of healing. Cool. Generating profound creativity or wow. epiphanies. I want that. Me too. Many people believe they can tap into their higher selves when at these vortexes. Uh, They can also, though, induce disorientation, confusion, Mm. visual and audio hallucinations. They can cause electrical instruments to go haywire. Um, A lot like dropping acid in that way. Yeah, you just have a bad time. Mm. And, um, yeah, a lot of people believe that they're doorways into spiritual dimensions or gateways to other realms. Yep. So... There are some interesting things that seem to support the idea that the Alaska Triangle could be one of those vortexes. Cool. Alaska is covered with a large concentration of magnetic anomalies, some of which can disrupt compasses to the point where they're as much as 30 degrees off. Mm. I don't know much about compasses, so I'm unclear on how bad that really is. Well, you know what they do, right? I'm just I'm just thinking about a 90-degree slice, and then I'm yeah. cutting that into a well, third. imagine how devastating it would be if you went 30 degrees in the wrong direction for, like, a long while. Yeah, and your plane crashed into a mountain. True, yeah. Because it's 30 degrees off. Exactly. 
Um, in addition, some search and rescue workers in the area have reported having audio hallucinations there, most commonly described as sounding like an angry swarm of bees. What? Yeah. And they also report feeling uh, feeling unusually disoriented or lightheaded. Wow. I know. And wow. uh, readings of areas in the Alaska Triangle have indeed produced various unusual spikes of electromagnetic Activity. Yeah, I can see like being in Aus- in I was gonna say Australia, Alaska. Like the sound of like ice moving and breaking yeah, is I one of the worst things ever. Making you be like, what the fuck is that sound? But I would never describe it as a swarm of bees. Yeah, if anything, like yeah. a droning. Like, yeah, weird, I don't know. Also, they're probably used to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Alaska. According to authorities, the disappearances are likely due to a completely different reason. Statistically, Alaska has more annual missing person reports than anywhere else in the country. Twice the national average. It also has the highest number of missing people who are never found. In 2007, for instance, 2,833 people were reported missing. And when compared to the state's comparatively low population of around 670,000 at the time, that equates to about one, or sorry, four in every 1,000 people who are oh missing. Oh my God. Yeah. That's such a high number. Do you feel like it's because like there's more risk takers and adventure seekers there, or it's the vortex? I don't think it's because there are more risk takers, but I do know that there is, uh, you know, like not to get like too serious. I, I know there's a... Yeah. A, a huge population of indigenous women, especially mm-hmm. out there, who <clears throat> whose murders and disappearances are never solved. Yeah. Um, I think that it is kind of like, uh, I don't want to use the phrase like no man's land, but like I think that sometimes when you're that remote, mm-hmm. it is kind of like nobody's out here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That is like the like pessimistic anyone, explanation. You can do anything because nobody's going to find out or see you. Yeah. In like a... There's a documentary about that. Is there? About, um, no, the first thing you said. Oh. Like women just going yes. fully missing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I totally um, forget the name of it, but everybody should find it and watch it. Well, yeah. I mean, there there are some very reasonable explanations for most Also, of a lot of like, could be just like, People getting the fuck out of Alaska and not telling anybody. Yeah. Or also drugs. True. It's like if there's stuff happening right. like anywhere else in the world, yeah. I'm sure. But it shouldn't happen twice as much than anywhere else in the Four world. Four in every thousand people is That's fucked nuts. Up. Um, I mean, yeah, there's extreme wilderness, dangerous terrain, mm-hmm. the cold, animals. Um, and Alaska, I found out, has around 100 active vol- volcanoes, weirdly. Um, wow. Not to re- mention, like we said, like just terrible people and murderers and people who die by accident and, mm-hmm. and like, you know, any number of things. But even considering all of those possibilities, it is still astonishing, just looking at the numbers, that no traces of these disappearances are usually found. Like you would think if people were dying by accident, you would find a body. Some kind of clue. You'd find some kind of clue. Um, and... That they're so concentrated specifically in this one triangular area of the state. That's really crazy. And uh, yeah, that's yeah, all. Yeah, it's I've not like about hiking places are time. just like where people die. Well, I mean, like take for example, um, <laughs> Mount. <laughs> What's the mountain? There's a lot. Which one are you thinking? 
<laughs> the one that all the dead people are on. Everest? Yes. There you go. Yeah. Christ, I was going to say Kilimanjaro. <laughs> okay, so cut that out. Um, it's okay. It's another mountain people climb. Yeah. Well, it's on just Mount not, Everest, you know. Uh, you know, there are bodies fucking everywhere because, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's cold people die. And I get that Alaska has more snow. Um, mm-hmm. But you would think that... They would, I don't know. Look, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, there's something to be said for the fact that people die on Mount Everest and we know about it, though. It's like oh, the, yeah. t- the tallest place ever. And <laughs> that's how, you know, everybody, that's everybody, everybody knows, knows it's the tallest, tallest place, place ever. ever. <laughs> that ever was anywhere. Yeah. Um, but we know about all the deaths up there in the tallest place ever, but we know about none of them in this one triangle shape right? in Alaska. Keep an eye on that fucking triangle. It's a flat triangle, pretty like, much. It's on. not the tallest place ever. Yeah. I mean, oof, I could talk about all the bodies on Everest a lot. Because what do you I think the deal is with, Oh, yeah. I don't even, I can't even look at pictures of, the, of them anymore because I get so upset. I get so sad. So sad. I know. The so, stories so sad. where they're like, she was five feet away from me, but I couldn't go off the trail to rescue her because, yeah. like, then I would have died too. What mm-hmm. were you going to say? What? Insane. I was going to say, what's the deal with triangles? Mm-hmm. I know they're an extremely powerful symbols. question. But that's a whole thing. We should really look at, like... Shape lore. Well, as we, we said, it was about we've shapes. We've covered a lot of shapes, but triangles have. are actually a pretty important one that we haven't covered. You know, yeah. a bunch of triangles make up a, a pentagram. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, you got isosceles. You got that kind. You got, you got a right, like you mentioned before. A right triangle. You got, what's the third one? Pythagorean? I don't know. Is isosceles not the perfect triangle? I think so. I think that's the one. No, yeah. I think that's a right triangle. Oh, wait, nah, no, that's it's the not. one that's got one It's got like triangle. an L, yeah. I don't really know. I think... Look, look there's all look, kinds of we, triangles you in know, the world. We'll cover triangles. Yeah, we'll talk about triangles <laughs> look, more. Look, there's all kinds of triangles. There's any kind of triangle you can imagine. It exists. You know what's... Uh, two triangles, a square. Oh, or... Rectangle. Or a rectangle, or like a slidey square, where two are like this, and these guys. What? I don't know what it's called. Not a rhombus, but maybe. What's a rhombus? Trapezoid? No. That's when there's a long guy down there and this guy and then two of these guys. Yeah. What's a... Did I just make up a rhombus? No, rhombus is real. What's a rhombus? Uh, Is it what I just described? I I don't know what it looks like. No, that's definitely a trapezoid, what we just described. What we just described is 100% a trapezoid. There's no doubt in my fucking mind that it's a trapezoid. just got to real quick look up a rhombus. Can you show me when you find out what it is? Definitely. My computer's booting up. Okay, wait. No, I can't wait. I'm going to look it up on my phone. (laughs) Rhombus. What the fuck is a rhombus? Rhombus. Rhombus, rhombus, rhombus. Here we go. A parallelogram with opposite acute angles, opposite equal obtuse angles, and four equal sides. Stephanie, it's a diamond. Okay, but that's exactly what I was saying. Take a diamond, put it on one of the one of the flatties, and that's exactly what I was describing. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Take a diamond with the points. Is yeah. that what you're describing? That's what I'm describing. Made up of triangles. <laughs> we gotta move on from shapes. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work on a podcast. <laughs> Guys, I just want to, for the record, I was right about a rhombus. Just letting you know. I was right about a rhombus. Honestly, I was right about a trapezoid. I have no idea if you were right or if it, what you said just I was. Two the, slanties and two flatties. They're all, those are all the same. <laughs> Stop. Okay. We're two of the sides on. are we're slants. Okay, fine. Fine. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Have so, you a ghost? I definitely do. Thank you. So I um, I started getting excited about um, just like visiting cool places and mm-hmm. thinking about the old times and the Wild West for some reason. Nice. And how much we like abandoned stuff. That's very yeah, true. It's true. So I covered some ghost towns. <gasps> yeah. And as it turns out, most of them, almost like every ghost town, was a town that was built just for the gold rush. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Or like, yeah, some kind of mining town. Mm-hmm. And then abandoned like pretty soon yeah. after that. So I'm going to cover one main one. And then, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll cover two main ones. How about Okay. One is St. Elmo, Colorado. Ooh, okay. Originally called Forest City, St. Elmo was settled in 1878 and became an official township in 1880 with the arrival of the first post office. Oh, hell yeah. I guess that's the mark of a town. That's how you knew it was going out. I truly do feel like that was how you just how you got a town. Yeah, well, it kind of puts you, it in a, in a very real way puts you on the map. Sure, yeah. The residents of the town were forced to change the name because there was already too many forest cities in the area. <laughs> wow, I feel yeah. like I've never heard of one. Imagine being like, forest city, let's oh, take it. All right, St. Elmo. Fine, St. Elmo. Yeah, I guess. It went through a massive gold rush, reaching the height of its population of 2,000 residents. Nice. In only 10 days. Oh my God. Yeah. The majority of the town worked in one of the four local mines. The Mary Murphy mine was the most profitable mine and the longest operating. It recovered over 60 million worth of gold while it was in operation. Wow. When the mines became, began to close down, the town began to dwindle. The Mary Murphy mine continued to operate until 1922 and shut down when the railroad was abandoned. So just oh. like different things getting abandoned trickled into different things getting abandoned. Wow. And soon everything was. The most famous ghost of St. Elmo is Annabelle Stark, otherwise known as Dirty Annie. Oh, no. Is she Annabelle, dirty from being covered in, like, no. mine dirt? Okay. No, this is actually kind of very sad. Oh, no. Annabelle is the descendant of Anton and Anna Stark, who arrived in St. Elmo with the Pacific Railroad in 1881. Mm-hmm. Anton was a, a section boss in the mines, while Anna ran the Home Comfort Hotel, located on Poplar Street, oh. and the General Store. Nice. Both are still standing today, and you can visit them. Let's go. We're going. Anna Stark was known as a cruel and harsh woman. Oh, no. Who never allowed her three children, Roy, Tony, and Annabelle, Roy. out into town to mingle or work alongside what she deemed to be the simple townsfolk. Wow, you I don't bitch. know why she thought she was better than everyone. You know Annabelle grew up attractive and passionate for the town. She loved St. Elmo, and it was a fierce love. After the death of her mother, Annabelle and Tony inherited the hotel and uh, a once flourishing, thriving establishment went into horrible disrepair and shambles. I guess they just didn't care or know what to do. Or they hated it because it was their prison <laughs> up until that moment. A lot of options. Yeah. Along with the decline of the town, Annabelle also began to lose her realities, her like grasp on reality. No. So as, as the town started like you know, oh getting God, abandoned, she did also. Oh my God, that's terrifying. Yeah, like she was weirdly connected to it. That would make you it. feel so much more unhinged. Yes. The town soon called her Dirty Annie no. as she would often come out in filthy clothing and her hair in a tangled mess. No, that's what I do. I do that too. 
finally free the harsh rule of her mother, most assume this was her quiet rebellion. Residents remember her strolling the main street with her shotgun loaded and hung over one shoulder. Wow, girl. Ready to protect the town from anyone who dared to threaten it. Yes. Since her death, it is told she can be found just roaming the streets. Aw, we gotta go see her. I know, I wanna visit her. Um, a short while after her death, the hotel that was left to the family friends, who's, uh, I guess the family friend's grandchildren were playing inside the hotel. Yeah. And suddenly all of the dorms, doors in the hotel slammed shut. And the temperature dropped to 20 degrees. Whoa! And the children were crying and screaming. Yeah. Until finally, uh, the room returned to the outside temperature, and the doors slowly released and swung open. Wow. Yeah. Is the, sorry, is the hotel still standing? Yeah. Can you stay at it, or is it all abandoned? It's all abandoned. Ugh. Yeah. There was also, uh, in the 70s, a woman skiing down Poplar Street at dusk. Uh, and she looked into the Home Comfort Hotel. At this point, it was still, um, I don't think it was operational, but it was like owned by someone. Okay. The skier was shocked when she saw a woman in a long white gown glaring out of the second story (gasps) window because she knew the owner of the hotel. I guess it was still a hotel and that they were on vacation and that no one was supposed to be inside. Whoa. As she turned to see what the woman was looking at, she noticed some snowmobilers approaching. Like, she turned, like, what are you looking at? And she, the woman in the window was looking at a bunch of snowmobiles. Whoa. Snowmobiling is illegal in St. Elmo. Oh, shit. So the skier went and told the people not to do it, and they apologized and went on their way. When she walked back to the, to the hotel, the woman in the window nodded her head, <gasps> turned and vanished. Oh, my God. She had thanked her? Yeah, she was like, Can that you please tell those is snowmobilers? Set for life. I know. She is blessed by a ghost. Protection forever. Wow. Love when that. the uh when the owner came back, they searched like the whole property and all the doors were still locked and like nobody was in there. Oh, that owns. You know. Um, this next one, on to a separate town. Okay. Grat. This one we definitely should visit because it's now a state park and Ooh. you can like hundred percent you're allowed to go in. All these buildings. It's called Bannock, I think is my house. Montana. The Montana town of Bannock is a literal ghost town. Yes. The Wild West town was founded in 1862 during the gold rush. They call them. Gold was discovered in them there hills. No, in Grasshopper Creek. Oh. And prospectors uh, called Bannock their home while they were mining for gold in Virginia City, the creek, and the roads between them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also, the roads between them became a target for crime. Since it was like, everyone's going to be carrying gold. gold. Yeah. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Now, you know I'm not great with my history. I mean, me neither. Um, so, uh, the people who went out, uh, you know, panning for gold, etc., mining mm-hmm. for gold, did they work for companies that were paying them to mine the gold, or were they independently getting this gold I for actually themselves? don't know. I think that, like, if a company, you can't just, like, set up a mine on your own. Right. So I feel like uh, people that were mining <coughs> for gold Excuse probably worked for a larger organization. Panning had to have been a, a one-man job mm-hmm. at that point. I do know that like some people would find like a, a like a, a source and, of the yeah. gold and then lay claim to it and try to get it out on their own and then like abandon it once they couldn't do it anymore like once it was like okay i can't actually mine this myself right um so oh, that reminds me so much of that new 
movie on Netflix, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh yeah, I want to watch that. There's a a little vignette about a gold miner in there. Oh nice. It's one. It's the only one that didn't make me horribly depressed. Oh god. Okay. Well then, yeah, I I shan't watch it. Wait, one more gold question. Mm -hmm. Um, how do you know when all the gold in an area is is tapped out? I feel like, from what I understand about it, you just okay. Well, first of all, you just stop finding gold. But if you're mining for it, it's like mining for anything. You'll just stop seeing it. And there's there's like areas, like when you pan for gold, mm-hmm. it's because the gold is running off into right, the water. Right. It's not like in the in the right. water. It's like coming from higher up, coming from like it's laid into rock somewhere else. Do you ever see that movie Diggers, The Legend of Bear Mountain? No. <laughs> With Christina Ricci? No. And the girl from My Girl. I would love to see this. I'm also going to just real quick, like, Google image some gold Or mining. no, it's called Gold Digger. No. Wait, no. Huh? You, you keep going. I'll look it up. Okay. I'm just looking up this image of gold mining. I mean, I know that it's, like, basically encased in rock. And any little flex you're getting in the stream, it's coming off the rock. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, here. Take a look at this picture. Look at that. That's a bunch of gold. Ooh, it sure is. Yeah. The more I, like, learn about this, the more I figure out that I really, truly didn't know anything about gold. Well, Stephanie, just so you know about this, uh, the movie's called Gold Diggers, The Secret of Bear Mountain, and wow. it's from 1995. Fuck. Well, we're watching it. It's one of the greatest films ever made. Great. Let's do it. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, so robberies and murders galore. Of course. Basically, uh, by a ruthless gang of outlaws thirsty for gold and riches. Mm-hmm. Like land pirates. There is a horrible scandal involved with this. The gang was basically headed up by Bannock's sheriff. Whoa. Yeah, and I'll get into it. By the 1950s, the gold had run out, and most residents left Bannock, making it a casualty of the gold rush, one of the many ones. However, it's now a state park and mecca for ghost hunters like <gasps> travel changers, chanas, ghost adventures, who visited Bannock to investigate claims of a ghostly crying baby. 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 Manifestations in the chapel and the appearance of a ghost named Dorothy, which I will get into. Wow. Here's the sad tale of Henry Powell, the sheriff, thief, killer, and victim of mob justice. Wow. History. Henry Powell was an East Coast transplant, the son of a sea captain, who came to Bannock after six months' stay in San Quentin prison for killing his girlfriend's husband. Jesus. And after other incidents, the killing and thievery he was involved in after his release from stir, I don't understand. He didn't start out that way. When he came to Nevada City, Mm -hmm. he worked hard in a bakery, earned enough money to buy a ranch from his mining claim. And was well-liked and admired. At the age of 24, <gasps> he was elected sheriff. Oh my god, so And did young. such a good job, he was re-elected in 1857. I didn't know you had to be elected sheriff. Oh yeah. Oh. Huh. You can't just appoint yourself sheriff. I thought you had to get hired. Well, I don't know. I guess it's... I truly have no idea. But it was, a, it was an election there and then. His troubles began when he took something he wasn't entitled to. Another man's wife. Oh, no. He wound up having a duel with him and killing him. He was convinced and sent to San Quentin for a year, a 10-year sentence. Am I saying that right? San Quentin seems right. Yeah. On a 10-year sentence. 10 years for just straight-up murder. However, the good people petitioned for his release, saying it was self-defense, which it wasn't. 
because of this petition and the fact that he had tuberculosis, uh-huh. like, all, like all people did, he was released after six months, a changed man. Sure. But for the worse. Oh, what? Yeah, he like really was feeling his like bad yeah, parts of himself. Yeah, like leaning into it. Henry Powell acted on the worst parts of his character Shit. and decided that stealing from others was the best way to make a living. I mean, yeah. He blew what money he had left and stated his life in crime by joining a gang, robbing stagecoaches. Uh, you know, he, he joined like a ton of gangs. While in San Quentin, he made some unsavory friends, mm-hmm. one of whom he met up with in 1862 while hiding from justice in Idaho. Dang. In January 1863, he appeared in Bannock and won over the people with his charms and personality. Wow. Yeah. What a charlatan. Uh-huh. The miners court trusted him and elected him sheriff no! again. And he definitely did take advantage of this position, working both sides of the law. Damn. While acting the lawman on the job, it is said that he and his posse of about 25 unsavories, Mm-mm. which I like, I like, just like, mm, taste bad, mm. called, they called themselves the innocents. Wow. I love them. Horrible. Terrorized the gold camps, robbing and murdering in cold blood 102 wow. people. <gasps> Holy shit. Along with his old prison buddy. I guess, no, okay, to be clear, his old prison buddy wasn't one of the murdered. I think he was one of the innocents. It wouldn't be hard to recruit, what? Oh, it wasn't hard to recruit the unsavory people. In this growing mining town, all kinds of men came to try their luck. Alongside the honest, hardworking fair men who formed the miners' court, which is hilarious. We're the miners' court! With the miners' court. <laughs> it's us. There were the other types, and that's a nice. Mm-mm. Civil War deserters from both <gasps> sides. River pirates and professional gamblers, outlaws, and villains. Wow, what a town. Oh, what a lineup. Then the article says, yikes. <laughs> Which, yeah, yikes. Yikes. People in the town put two and two together soon and figured out that the evidence pointed to the sheriff being involved with all of the crimes. Damn. Something had to be done to stop the killing. Two days before Christmas, 1863, the, the first sheriff. vigilante committee was organized. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Forming a posse, of, they love the word posse, of men from Virginia City and Bannock. The executive officer was James Williams. By the end of January, they had hunted down and hanged on the spot 24 of the robbers. Shit. No, like, you know, course of justice. It was just like, we found you, we hanged you. Dang. They also hanged Henry Plummer. From the gallows on the hill just above Bannock. Damn. Along with two deputies one night because it was feared that Plummer had gotten wind that his cover was blown. Whoa. Henry Plummer was buried in a box in Hangman's Gulch at the age of 27. Wow. Yep. Wow, wow, Can't believe wow. he started out just like buying a ranch and being an above board sheriff. Yeah, and then being like, And then he was like, like, I'm this. full evil now. Yeah. Wow. Um, Yeah. So the government had nothing to do with any of these punishments. Mm-hmm. They just had to stop people from getting viciously murdered and robbed. So they yeah. just took it into their own hands. Um, but some historians aren't actually that sure that Henry Plummer was involved. What? The evidence is pretty sketchy, they say, and wouldn't hold up in today's court. Really? But also, how much evidence could they obviously, I mean, like, come on. They had to have had some good evidence. I guess just hanging people, I don't know. What, am I, what I'm saying is I don't understand any of the actions taken. 
But it, it's hard to believe that he had nothing to do with it. I suppose so. Um, you know, better safe than sorry, though. They also think that some of the vigilante committee were the actual people murdering, murdering the people. Like, they were the gang, oh, but what? there's also no evidence to... This all seems like speculation. Um, yeah. Dang. I mean, also, you just look at his history of fucking crime. Of course he was doing yeah, that. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Like, well, there's got to be... Uh, he robbed and killed people before. Yeah, he's done some bad stuff at the very least. Yeah, he had to be the mastermind. <laughs> had to have been. After the demise of the innocents, the robberies continued for a little while by other gangs until a stronger arm of the law eventually came into control. However, in 1863, the vigilantes living in Bannock were told by the people of Bannock to please stop hanging people. Oh, yeah, that's That fair. this wasn't going to be tolerated either. Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then, like, you're the gang. Right. You're just the hanging gang. Right, right. You're doing it to all others. scarier. Yes. So, Henry Powell haunts the fuck out of Bannock. Oh. The various buildings that he did business in, especially his favorite place... Skinner Saloon. Oh, my God. Wonderful hangout of Powell's and his road agents, a.k.a. the unsavers, the innocents. Um, And he also um, visits Chrisman's store. His grave was robbed twice. Did he have anything in it? Um, I thought it was just a box. And it's also in Hangman's Gulch, so I don't even get how people knew. The second time, someone took his head. Oh, no. And kept it as a keepsake in the back of the saloon. (sighs) Oof. The saloon leader did burn to the ground. That's also not the first time. When I was covering in the live show we did, Mm -hmm. uh, the... Ah, shit. The family of killers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bloody Benders. Thank you. The Bloody Benders. That guy's skull was, like, taken and put in a bar. So I guess people just do this. I don't know. Huh. People like to steal people's skulls and put them in bars. Well, I mm-hmm. mean, I can't say I don't understand. I can't say I, I mean, just get a skull, buy a skull with your own dang money. You've don't got one, one already. you got your own. It's right you on top your of your own. You it can take it in the saloon yourself. Yeah. yeah. I got some other tales. You want to hear them? Sure. The Hotel Mead is like maybe the most haunted place okay. in the town. It was originally a courthouse and then turned into a hotel. Mm-hmm. When Bannock lost its county seat status in Dillon, it was vacated and basically made into a plush hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, it opened and closed sporadically as the mining stuff happened. Um, at one time, the building was at, uh, actually being used as a hospital. Oh, you know recipe that I did. for ghosts. You can't have a building go from like, you know, courthouse, hotel, 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 hospital, hotel, no, hotel, 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 hotel. No, that's not a good idea. Slaughterhouse. Cold spots. Mm -hmm. The apparition of a teenage girl. Sounds of crying children. Um, all over the place. The first sighting of a young girl was well over a hundred years ago. The teen is said to be an old, old, old ghost. Yeah. An old teen. The teen is said to be that of a girl named Dorothy Dunn who drowned in a dredge pond along the creek long ago. Shortly after her death, she made her first appearance. To her best friend who was with her at the time. So sad. Yeah, it's very devastating. Since then, there have been multiple sightings of the teenage girl. One of these is the scariest thing in the world. Oh, fuck. Okay. Wearing a long blue dress on the second story of the old hotel. Okay. These reports often come from children, which I hate. Wow. 
one of which reported state, reportedly stated that the ghost of Dorothy Dunn tried to talk to her. The seven-year-old could see Dorothy's mouth moving, but no sound came out. Aww. I hate that. That's really sad. It's sad, but I hate that. Yeah. That's very fucking scary to me. Yeah. Just someone being like, Oh my God, so <laughs> fucking scary. Oh. Dorothy's also been sighted standing in an upstairs window by passerbys on the street. Yeah. More sightings have been reported throughout the town of um, just different women in their best finery. So not Dorothy, just other people. Um, This is uh, just some some stuff from psychic researcher Greg Birchfield. Mm -hmm. Uh, February 2005. I don't Uh know if you will. After hearing this. In the evening, brave Greg went to the second floor alone. It's the second floor of the hotel that people say is the worst. Okay. Was uh, the hotel they, still operational then or no? In 2005, no. Okay. Um, people say the first floor is like fine and like old and kind of fun. As soon as you go up to the second floor, they're like, yeah, it's changed. Oh, no. Which is, which is crazy. Um, he went with his re- recording equipment via the front staircase. On the second floor, near the staircase and in front of the large room, um, which is locked, there's some... Uh, rooms on the second floor that are locked people think it's because there's been paranormal activity in there and they don't want people going in because oh, it's a state park yeah and you can go in you're oh, you can go in at any time right we gotta wow. go to this place oh my god i'm yeah. scared already he felt a present and a presence in a cold spot with his evp equipment running he asked are you a little chicken what yeah dude he asked, "Fucking kidding me? Are you a little chicken? Not even bagans." One can hear do. the accented voice of the teenage entity answer him. There is okay, like a link. Says, "Click here to listen." But I don't know if I kept. I was, yeah. Okay, let's see. Let's see if we can hear it. It says, "Check it out." Please don't have this be some kind of virus website. Okay, click to hear the EVP. I'm doing it. I'm okay, so that's ready. a clip art. Okay, wait, wait, okay. Here we go. funny to ask. Wait. What is she saying? I don't know. Wait, it doesn't I can't say tell. what she said? Mm-mm. It doesn't say what she said. It just Let's said see. there was a response? Uh, okay, this is a different article. <gasps> People think she's saying little chicken from the farm with a pronounced accent. Aww. Like, little chicken from the farm? It's it's so sad and cute. Oh my god. Now I kind of like that he asked her if she's a little chicken. A little chicken. Yeah, I like Dorothy. Oh, Dorothy. Little chicken from the f- That is very fucking crazy though. Yeah. That recording. That was really creepy. Yeah. 
Like wow, he was there what by are himself. You fucking thinking. Alone. No, never, never. I know. Whew. There's also said to be an older woman also haunting the second floor. She's been seen looking out the second floor window. Nobody knows what's going on there. All right, all right. Every time that I hear that there's like an old lady and a, a teen, though, I know. I think about the Atchison Atchison house, the Kansas house that I covered, where they thought it was just a little girl. Oh yeah, hurting but the men, like, yeah. but then like there was an old crone ghost puppet master yeah. in there. Oh, the scariest thing. I know. Anytime I, like, hear that, my mind immediately is like, stay away from that innocent little girl. I know, exactly. Why would the old lady automatically be evil? But I don't know. Um, Also, a lot of sounds from crying children. These people think that their impressions left over from when it was used as a hospital. Mm -hmm. Many children died here. Um, They also think that it could have been sounds from, I guess, like, when it was a courthouse in most places had a safe, a yeah. big safe. Yeah. And what they would do when there was, like, um, attacks on the road or attacks in town was they'd put all the kids in the safe. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So they'd obviously cry, and it Ooh, was horribly traumatic. That's really scary. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's also Christmas store where the ghost of Powell likes. Um, it was a notorious hangout for Henry Plummer. It was basically all the men in the town would go there to, like, bond and hang, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get supplies. Um, also, men in the family during the 19th century did all the shopping, which oh, I did not know. what a delight. Probably because they were like, I'm holding the money. Mm-hmm. I'm the only true person here. <laughs> God. I hate them. Um, it was the town's informal news bureau, university, and social settlement. The right. fireplace provided a warm area for conversation, whatever. The fireplace? So they, in the general store, I know. Oh, I also okay. would never leave if it was, if I could just like hang out by the fire at a general store. Well, yeah. And be like, Seems get nice. me a Coca-Cola, put on my tab. Doesn't matter, we're at the general store. <laughs> <laughs> this is Westworld. Yeah, this is kind of Westworld. <laughs> there was a lot of articles I was reading where people were like, I was watching Westworld and then I discovered I'm in Colorado and I went here. Oh, no, wait, Montana. And I went here. Yeah, so I went to the ghost town. Very, very uh, Westworld-esque. So basically, yeah, there's some, like, photos of dudes hanging out, bonding in the general store. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole thing. The house, let's see, hang on. There's also... um, a house that Bannock lived in. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Bannock isn't a person. Bannock is a town. There was a longtime resident of Bannock named Abed Bessett, also mm-hmm. known as Amity, Ooh. who was one of the original vigilantes who stopped the murderous practices of Plummer. Um, he lived his whole life in Bannock, raising sheep, and his house is haunted because he left it to the town. He let his house become an official house of quarantine when oh. the deadly epidemics of typhoid, diphtheria, Oof. and other killer diseases swept through the town. Wow. Yeah, killing the vulnerable, especially young and old. Um, people who were ill would stay there until they died, so this hound is really fucking Oof. haunted. At least 14 infants died of smallpox oh, no. in this house. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So the last thing I'll mention is this is other place, Bodie, California. Oh, yeah, I've heard of this place. Yeah, also a gold rush town, but it's fun 
because the shacks still stand with like the tables fully set. Waiting for their long-gone residents to return. Shops and restaurants have, like, fully stocked supplies on the shelves. Whoa. Yeah, it's like that awesome thing, like Bellevue House, where it's just, like, nothing looks like it was touched. Wait, can you go there Yeah, you can. Yes. (gasps) I want to go. We should do a ghost town tour. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Ah. Yeah. Wow, I love that. Mm Mm-hmm. I also, we, we drove past the other day and need to go to that Connecticut abandoned theme park. The Holy Land, USA? Yes, yes. Yeah, I love it. I know. We've got to go. It's really good. They have like a tiny Bethlehem all set up. And oh it's awful and decrepit and horrible. It's so scary looking. I really want to see um, And you cannot go in. It is legal. But yes, I have. Um, it's great. And I think that they're... According to the Wikipedia, they're fixing mm. it up. So we gotta go Before soon. Before they fix it up. While it's yeah. still fucked up. There's also, uh, I don't know what state it's in. I don't think it's Kansas, but there is an abandoned um, Wizard of Oz theme park someplace Ooh. that looks really spooky. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. So wait, let me tell you about Holy Land. Okay. Okay. It's 18 acres. And if any of you guys are ever in Waterbury and you're passing through on the highway, just look for a gigantic fucking cross on the top of a hill. And it's that's it. That's the one. It is a chapel, stations of the cross, replicas of catacombs and Israelite Ooh, villages start. constructed from cinder blocks and bathtubs <laughs> and other discards. Oh, great. Oh, it was closed to the public in 1984. I can't believe it's just been there that whole time. Yeah. So, I guess on September 14th, 2014, the site officially reopened to the public for the first time in 30 years. Oh, nice. With an inaugural mass and access to the grounds. Wow. It's not currently open, though. Oh. That was like a one-time thing. Mm -hmm. However, June 20th, 2013... Mayor Neil O'Leary and car dealer Fred Fritz Blabius Blabius. purchased Holy Land from the Filipini sisters, which I don't know. Okay. um, For, get this, okay? $350,000. What? Steel. Oh my God, that is a steal. 18 acres. So they just own it now? Are they well, gonna... they announced a plan to clean it up and revitalize the site as part of a community effort. Mm-hmm. It includes an installation of a new and larger cross Great. on the property. Um, on December 22nd, the new cross was illuminated. Oh, okay. So, like, that is the big cross that we're oh, seeing. Oh, okay. Um, since the revival of the cross, <laughs> the once overgrown land has been cleared of trees and underbrush. Smaller oh, projects okay. have been put in place to refurbish small areas of the property. So, uh, yeah. Well, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go before it gets totally clean. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. I want vines. Yeah. I also want to go to that abandoned cemetery in Philly that uh, my sister's about. We gotta go. We keep saying we're gonna go to it. I know. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, so that's all, guys. Ghost, oh, my God. Uh, real ghosts and ghost towns mm-hmm. and the scariest triangle of them all. Different shapes. are They're all around us. As we've said a hundred times over, mm-hmm. a ghost can be anything, even a rectangle. Mm-hmm. It's I a lot of the time it's a rectangle. a rectangle. Yeah, a lot of the time. I would say if a you rectangle. Had to, would be, yeah, what? If you had to come back as a shape, what would it be? I don't know if I've asked you this before. Mm. But if not, I can't believe it. 
I mean, we got orbs, but those I are kind know. of shapeless in a way. Wow. Yeah, I know. Okay, and it has to be like a geometric shape, right? No. Like it can't be like no. the shape of uh, a human. Yeah, you can be like a like a chalk outline. <laughs> no, I don't want that. Um, shape, shape. Can you go first. I don't like know. a two dimensional shape. Yeah, yeah. I guess it can be three D. Like you be a block. I would say it's star shape. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Like a two D star or a star where like you can hold it and it's got like points like that. What? You said two D. I didn't know that was it, or or three D like a block. Oh my god, what? No, that's You can be 3D happens. like a block. Um, you do love a gold star. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with a 2D star. Okay, a 2D star. <laughs> You're just a sticker. I don't know what I would be. Part of me feels like I should go with rhombus. Just because of uh, my in-depth understanding of a rhombus. Would you be floating or...? Definitely floating. Gotta be. Yeah... I guess a floating rhombus would look a lot like a kite. Mm-hmm. At that point, I'd just say I was a diamond. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta be on my side to be rhombus. Or do yeah. I? I don't really know. I don't know, actually. I don't know at all. I really don't know. I also would consider it a, a triangle. But you could also take into consideration that if you pick a shape with a bunch of small triangles in it, you could become some triangles. We're not talking about geometry anymore. You could be five. Stephanie? Five triangles. And one pentagon. Mm -hmm. I understand the basics of shapes. Just saying. (laughs) It would be fun to be a pentagon and five triangles. Yeah, obviously it would be fun. Yeah. Okay, we can't we can't get into this. <laughs> Do you have a tip for the listener? I mean, I would just say I've, I've been saying it all along. It's just know your Eurobus, shapes and come back yeah. <laughs> if you can come back as a Google rectangle, Eurobus. why not? Yeah, no geometry. It's a good thing to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, steer clear of triangles at all costs. And really um, don't go hiking alone. Don't go places yeah. alone. It's something that I had to learn uh, to do not by myself. And I only learned that lesson pretty recently, but don't do it by it your lonesome, especially in a tundra. Just you know, in a in yeah in a in a frozen, barren you know uh, unobserved corner of the world. Don't risk it. No, no, just don't go with some pals. It. Take some pals. Phone a friend. Yeah, um, I would say don't. I, I, you know, I couldn't tell really if Greg meant to taunt Dorothy, mm. but uh, don't taunt a ghost in general, and don't, don't like try and lure them to talk to you by, by making fun of them. Yeah, asking them if they're a chicken, a little chicken, because best case scenario, an earnest, wonderful little teen ghost will be like, "I'm a little chicken from the farm." Yeah, a chicken from the farm. Um, and then you're gonna feel like a fucking dick. You'll feel like an asshole, and worst case scenario, they'll be like, what a fucking chicken, and they'll yeah. murder you. Yeah, or they are an actual chicken ghost, and you were right the whole oh, time. Oh, yeah, no, that's best case scenario. Yeah, okay. that's the best thing that can happen, um, yeah. is that it's like, are you a little chicken? And it's like, it's like revealed, <laughs> you got it! Yeah. <laughs> but, like, scary. Oh, you've oh got the God. best clucking of Thank anyone you. I know. I packed away my Echo mic the other day Ugh. when I was packing, and I was just like, huh, if this, like, bonks against something and makes a sound, the movers are going to be so confused. Yeah, they'll be, it's a haunted like, moving truck. So fun. 
Um, All right, everybody. Um, maybe next time we're going to get back into some fun uh, wild hunt scenarios. Mm. Some cool um, Yuletide, uh, the Yule Lads. Ooh, we got of course, a ramp you remember. up for Xmas. Yeah, might remind you of that and... Perhaps, um, I don't know if there's going to be an Xmas specie this year, but you know, I feel like I just wrote that entire no, crucible. Yeah. We don't have to. So know. I can't make promises to you. You know what we can do that might be special? We can we can write a fun little quick song and we'll sing a quick little song. I'm going to do Rhyme of the Ancient Mar- Mariner, but I'm going to change it to for Christmas. To the Carol of the Ancient Bells? I'm going to rewrite Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. <laughs> ancient Bells. Yeah, <laughs> Carol of the Ancient Bells. Yeah. I'm going to do the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, but... What Christmas goes. Oh my god, I have a great idea. Okay. I'm gonna whisper. Is it better it to you. than that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I can't whisper it to you. Everybody will hear Okay. It. Twelve ghosts of Christmas. Yeah. That's the, good. Well, we'll sing it. Goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. We'll okay. sing a okay. song. Okay. Great. Okay. We're gonna okay. we'll do okay, ready? Here it is. Holiday album. Holiday concert. <laughs> We're gonna do a holiday We're not concert. Doing a whole holiday concert. A a a recital. Of Stephanie, Christmas music, I rewritten with ghosts. No, no, no. I'm Here's doing it. Thing. No, I'm I refuse it. to let you do that. You don't have the time to do that. I do because the semester ends pretty soon. Okay, but I don't. You don't re- want me to spend the time doing that. I don't that? want you to spend the time <laughs> writing an entire Christmas. Ghost I've got album. a piano right over there. Dude, just do the one. Just do the one song. I can't do anything halfway. <laughs> It's not halfway. I'm going to take you the entire a new project Bing for Crosby Christmas album and make it about ghosts. Please don't. I beg I'd you argue you that it already is about ghosts in a lot of ways. Oh, my God. Okay. We have anyway, to go. We love you. Goodbye. We love you. And we'll see, see you in hell. hell.